from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Package. Plan 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. Turnpike. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. Coming back at you once again. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Hello Kitty. You are listening to the COT podcast, uh, Pushed Back a Day, because your boy and his co-host, Jamie Vance Roseborough Rapita, uh, I think we needed an extra day to recover after the long weekend. And my brother, you're looking good. I wish the packs could see you. You're in a, well, looks like a black blazer. You're looking sharp today. A uh, blue blazer. Blue blazer. But yes, I needed an extra day. Can't go wrong. It's, it's classic staple you ought to have in the wardrobe. Um, right. Needed an extra day to be sure coming off the mountain, uh, coming back Saturday evening. Yeah. So yeah. how are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great, man. Uh, it is, uh, it's a glorious day here across F3 Nation. It was a, a powerful and impactful weekend. And here we sit to uh, deliver the news of the F3 Nation. we got a great guest coming up in a few minutes. But yeah, man, uh, a bunch of teams made their way up the mountain to then eventually make their way back down the mountain. Uh, for the Blue Ridge Relay. And if you haven't heard of this, it's an endurance race. It's 208 miles from Highland State Park in Virginia. It ends in Asheville. And you got F3 teams from all over, really, that make their way to this thing. And obviously, in the middle of the COVID thing, it was a bit different. Typically, it's about 200 teams deep, not all F3 teams, but a bunch. This year, it was 52 teams or something like that. And it felt like 90% right. of them were F3 teams. So the advantage of it was is we kind of had our own uh, personal race up there, which was pretty cool, and uh, tackled it for my third year in a row. You were on it for your second year in a row, so let me just ask you for you, and your team kind of took shape late in the process here. How did it turn out for you? Yeah, it turned out great. Um, couldn't have been happier, honestly. Um, we had we had 12 guys ready to go, and then all of a sudden we found ourselves with 11 um, Thursday night before Ooh, we were going to get hello. started. So we, uh, myself and Water Wings co-captains, huddled together with the team, figuring out what we were going to do and came up with a new strategy and, and executed. But I'm with you. It felt like, uh, it honestly felt like an F3 seesaw. It did. Because there, totally. was, there was F3 vans absolutely everywhere and um, exchange zone after exchange zone. So it was a great time, man. We yeah, had a, I was we had a really, blast. I was really proud of you guys. I knew when you texted me about going from 12 to 11, I said, we got no better than two guys like you and Wings to sort of get the guys rallied and uh, and it looked like you guys performed really well. And I know you scooped up. You did like seven and eight in a row, you know, and leg seven's a short one. And, and a few years ago, that leg combo was together. So to see you just plow through an easy and just keep on trucking yeah. like a big old locomotive uh, was pretty cool, man. So great. Yeah, work. we and, and two guys on our team, uh, Kermit and Oyster, stepped up to yeah. switch legs to shift their legs that they were expecting to run. And so, yeah, I blew through the EZ between seven and eight yep. and got that one done. And then Wings did um, 16 and 17, I think it was. Impressive. Impressive and man. then um, we had our, our 11 runner who was not – they did not have a 35 leg this year. Yeah, because sure. Of so that worked out reasons. well. You really only had to make up those mm -hmm. two legs if you look at Yeah, no. It's, so of all the years for somebody to have to drop last minute, yeah. this, was, this was it. So 
Well, I got to tell uh, you, man, it was, um, it was year three for your boy and uh, tackled my first mountain goat, which was exciting. Went up leg 31 on Saturday after about an hour and a half, two hours of sleep in that church uh, field and uh, had, and I'm not, I'm not saying this because it's only two days removed and you're so, sort of on the high of it, arguably the greatest physical fitness experience of my life was on Saturday morning. Dude, you didn't just tackle that sucker. Yeah. You Lawrence tailored it out yeah. back. And uh, we passed you. We, we saw a lot of each other based on our start yeah, times we and both being in band too to yeah. for, our, uh, for our teams. And when we passed you heading up that mountain, you had that sucker down in granny gear. You had your yep. head forward, shoulders yep. back, and you were just trucking, man. So it was, it was an awesome thing to see um, you going up that sucker. Yeah, we just – I low-geared it, man. And if you don't know this leg, it's a mile and a half of flat, and then you get to the base of this thing, and you, and you go 1,400 feet up in five miles. And, I, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect until I got on it. I'll tell you, I felt really good when I got on it. And I just – yeah, I just low-geared it. I didn't have a fast time, 11-minute mile pace going up that thing. But I was really happy about it, and I just low geared it, and um, I prayed a rosary the first four miles as I ran up it. I'm not kidding you. I mean, that's my brain just went there. Good. It kept me occupied for four miles, and then um, you know I spent some time with uh, some family members in the sky the last two, and talked to them a little bit. And you know, I'm getting emotional now just thinking about. It. I got to the end. I saw you up there, and I saw a few faces. I remember yours because you know you're in that sort of just haze, especially after something like right. that. You know, you're in the fog of the race yeah, <laughs> fog of the race and just on a leg like that too i think it's just different and uh, yeah. i took a knee and i shed a tear and <laughs> walked to my van and wiped myself off and you know moved on to the next one but it was it was really um for me it was just amazing it was an amazing day no, that was whole race was great stuff, you man. watch your teams and the way the guys come together and help each other and it rained a ton so weather was real bad the entire race and to watch the guys do that was was neat and uh so it was just great what a great experience man. yeah my second leg was middle of the night total darkness and in sideways Yo, rain man. and it was glorious Yo. gloom i came running down glorious I, gloom i came running down leg 19 in the dark in like this gravelly foggy area and my headlamp went to the left and i saw these two eyes light up like it was a freaking <laughs> demogorgon staring me down <laughs> and it was some dog right yeah. there and it stayed and the guy in front of me was like screaming at it and then we yelled you know we we yelled it it didn't come after us but there's some moments out there in that dark where you're like wait what was that and the pucker factor well, is real and what i was telling people was it was raining so hard i had my headlamp on yeah and a lighted vest them. No, it's like high beams in a snowstorm. Right. And you can see about four feet in front of you. And I'm looking for the, you know, that long white line, as uh, Sturgill Simpson might say. That's right. It does and, help uh, those overnight legs go by faster. Oh, I'm telling you, I could run way more hills at a much better pace in the yeah. dark because you don't yeah. know, you visually, it's you're crazy. not aware of grade and yeah. what's out in front of you. So yeah. it's. I prefer rain, darky rain yeah. uh, runs in the night. Well, T, T claps to you and to all the teams that went up there and really just showed out for F3 and, and uh, you know, thanked all the volunteers that were working. Thanks to Ken, the guy who puts it on every year. And yes. it was just great T to see our brothers sure. up there. There's so many guys. I hate to mention guys by name, but, you know, got to see so many guys up there and, and uh, you know, it just was a great, great experience. And, you know, it just shows, man, there's just so much good happening around f3 nation there's so much of this brotherhood where it's like of course we're going to go run it not every team didn't listen if you chose not to totally get it totally understand oh, we had a lot of our own guys that just yeah. were like not going to do it because of one reason or another and that's fine that's right you totally get that but it sure was nice to go up there and and uh and just uh do that for the weekend and 
and be silly and be crazy, but have a good time and, and push ourselves a little bit too. Which yeah, is- saw dudes from Puerto Rico, ENC, South yeah, Wake. Um, oh, we, oh, don't worry. We've got some updates coming up. We've got a few. We got some calls. updates. All right. We're going right. to get to. So, but again, we've got so much good to talk about across F3 Nation. With that, let's go to our first guest of the day. He's dialing in live. We've got yet another live caller. I think he's pulled himself off a of mute, which is good. You're looking live. It is live. our man, Jimmy Cotchett, better known across the F3 gloom as Crotch Rocket. And he is now, we call you the Q, the president of the F3 Nation Foundation. Uh, just the man who's got a plan and is going to make some big things happen to impact uh, uh, the invigoration of male community leadership. So with that, Crotch Rocket, uh, good afternoon, our brother. Thanks, guys. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. And I love listening to your uh, talking about the, the relay. And yep. This is my first first year in nine years I've been on the DL, and I missed it. And it's I've never hated something I love so much. And <laughs> hearing right. your descriptions, I felt it. And I was so sad not to be out there with my team this year. And but honestly, the running is just a necessary evil. It's just the it's the exchange zones and the hugs and the putting a face with a name. I, I just it just made it's like Christmas morning on Thursday yeah. night before that run. I just love it. And I, I was so sad not to be there, but I'll be back next year. Good. He'll be uh, back with a vengeance. You heard that. Twenty twenty one BRR, look out. He's gonna be rocketing. That's right. So listen, man, if guys were able to tune into, and if they haven't listened to it yet, we highly encourage them to do so. The Roundtable podcast with C-SPAN recently had you on and talking about this real push around the F3 Nation Foundation. And so we've got F3 Nation, right? What we're doing from a working out second F, third F standpoint, but looking to go a little bit deeper with this foundation and really ultimately getting around this goal of empowering the guys to do what they want to do to improve their communities and giving them the resources to do it so they don't have to go out and find it themselves. So tell us a little bit about what's coming up with the foundation and this real strong push coming up over the next month and a half. Yeah, uh, real quick, uh, just a quick, just a really quick background. Um, we, when, when the foundation was started in 2012, it was really, there were, you know, five regions total. It was just set up as a small pass-through organization. Hold on a second. Five yeah. regions, five or six, barely six, eight I'm, years yeah. ago, barely yeah. eight years ago. It's, that's back when Dred said we couldn't expand outside the Charlotte. It, it never worked. It would never, it will never work. And of course, <laughs> I was part of expansion then, so I was like, "All right, if it won't work, we're going to do it." So. It's like, "Hey, man, uh, we're in Portland. That's right. In California, mm-hmm. we're in Chimbote, Peru. We have guys in freaking Germany. What's Germany? Up? Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So, so we were a pastor organization, and as F three has grown, you know. Ex- exponentially to where, you know, over 2,300 workouts a week and thousands of guys participating, we needed to rethink how we were doing it because it just couldn't scale. So again, I, as you mentioned, you asked what my title is. I don't really have a title other than I must have missed that meeting and I got put in this job again, but I, I really do. <laughs> I do have a passion for it and I do have a passion for F3 being a one one eleven guy just by the grace of God. Um, I, uh, I, I really put out a vision. We worked on a vision over the last year of what we want this to be. And the first thing we did was bring the foundation up under F3. It was really a separate organization, really Mm -hmm. was kind of ancillary. And I had tech, I had actually used it to raise money for expansion. And we raised in 2017, for those who were around, we raised about $145,000 to, to, uh, to aid in our expansion. And, Today, again, as you mentioned, we're all over the world, all over the country, and we were sending guys out, and we were just having to, like, piecemeal that money together. So that being said, 
I've also then, we, we've kind of got expansion growing and we still need to fund that. But um, F3, you know, what I've seen over the last couple of years as regions mature, and if you think about your own region, Carpex or, or Metro, as they mature and they, that, they get the fitness, they get the fellowship, and then their eyeballs look outwards, they're like, how can we impact community? Well, what we've seen and what the foundation is doing is, is guys would then go out, raise, you know, figure out their mission, go out, raise the money, run it through the foundation. They would spend months raising the money if they even were able to do it then. It took a long time. Right. You know, and, and it just couldn't impact quickly. So what my what the vision is for the foundation now, and and I've approved it with the board and, and with the help of the SLT, with Dread, DOA, you know, with advice from folks like yourself, Kitty, and everything. Our mission is a couple of things. Of course, it is to invigorate male community, support the men that invigorate male community leadership. Mm-hmm. But really what that looks like is a number of things. Number one is the physical side, fiscal side with an F. We want to raise the money. So down the road, when, when a region, I'll give you an example, Memphis has got a, a project where they're actually building picnic tables and they're looking for a match to do that. Well, won't it be great if we could match that right away and they don't have to spend time raising money or doing the emails or they can go out and do it right away. Or Greensboro, North Carolina is actually physically building a park. That's right. Or the guys, the guys in St. Louis that are helping to, to stamp out human trafficking and, and they do that in different ways. Wouldn't it be great if we could raise that money for them and then let them get out and impact the community. So fiscal is number one is, is and that's really what we're talking about today where we're going to give to give. The other thing is, again, we need to continue expansion. So we have to raise money to expand. It's not, it's not free to put guys on planes. You've been involved in the Troubadour program for us to send guys down range to help carry that culture. We've got to have guys out there in front of them to carry that culture. Um, And then lastly, you know, we also need to build a resume with F3. You know, it, one of the things I, I can foresee, and I, my vision is for us to go apply for grants, apply for this money, raise this money. I don't want to do it from the PACs every time. We don't want to do that. We want the free to be part of F3. We, may, we are going to need to raise money from time to time, but the majority of it, we want to get outside. And for me to go to Bank of America, and I always joke about, it's not really Bank of America, but any bank and say, hey, Bank of America is like, what's your mission? It's like, invigorate male community leadership. And you can imagine in today's world how, how hard that would hit the, hit the ground with a big thud. But imagine this, if I can show them what that means in a resume of pictures, it can show men, you know, a disaster ops in That's Lake right. Charles, Louisiana. It can show men building picnic tables. It can show men helping the homeless and bringing men up and, and bringing guys out of a, a shelter in Raleigh or Charlotte and doing that and, and, and put a picture with what that means. Because mm-hmm. as we know with F3, with, when you're trying to headlock someone, they don't get it until they come in, in house, right? They got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah. So, so we need help building a resume. And that's, that's my mission. So I'll, I'll stop right there. And because um, there's a lot more, but I, I want to just stop and take a breath, breather right there. Well, let's do something that we don't often get to do. And since we have you on here and we're talking about this impact that PACs are having across the country and be able to show that resume, let's give out a T clap while we've got you here. 
right? So this would be part of the show where we would talk about a region doing something incredible like this. And we just saw come across the Twitters this weekend. So this is the guys in Gold Rush out in California who are crushing it on growth right now. They had a toy drive for hospitalized kids. And the program at the hospital benefited one of their own PAX's 2.0s who wanted to ultimately pay it forward. And so they took a truck bed of toys and donated it to the hospital. So they worked with their kids. Uh, they got their 2.0s involved. They then took some things down to the hospital to help out as well. And so it's, it's little stories like that that continue to add up. Or it's being able to say... And my gut is this is where guys can help you. And so we'll give out your contact info so they can get in touch with you is to be able to say to date in Burgaw, we've rebuilt X houses or we've put in X number of manpower in this hurricane stricken area or to date because of our partnership at healing transitions, which is a recovery center in Raleigh. We've seen X men, you know, join F3 from the recovery center. So first question is, and we'll talk about the money side here in a second. But for that resume side, what can guys be getting to you, to the foundation that ultimately makes your job easier? Look, I know this. I serve in a role at a nonprofit in our state for the Mammon where a lot of what I'm doing is sharing the stories of our impact with potential donors so that they feel drawn to this. So how can PACs across the nation get to you and help get you that resume building content? So this is going to sound crazy for me to ask, but I don't want it yet. And here, but but what I want to ask you for is to build it for those involved to build to put your pictures together, to put a put a a plan how you put it together together. And and I also want to say, this is things you did three four years ago, not today, not think. So I think back. You mentioned it in Burgaw and Carteret, Carrico. The amount of impact that our guys and the way they got in before the Red Cross, before yeah. uh, municipalities have impacted, I need to capture that. I, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I can't remember, but I remember the truckloads in, in Chapel Hill, and I'm trying to remember where that, I guess that was going out where mm-hmm. they did the news studio. So I shouldn't even be bringing it up because I'm not. That's all right. Stuff. But the, the point, like, we've constantly seen this stuff churning across the F3 nation, really the Twitter sphere over the last six, seven years. So yeah. all that's out there. So the point is, guys, dig back into that bank yeah. and collect all that essentially into an archive so that you've yeah. got that. Exactly. I was, I was thinking of the word portfolio, right? Portfolio, L3's got a portfolio yeah. of all of these success stories That's right. across the nation. And right. so let's, let's figure out how to put yeah. all our oars in the water together. Thank you. Right. That's, that's a perfect way to say it as a portfolio. And so, so I'm going to have, we're going to have someone do this. And I, and I say that is we've reached the edge of what volunteer manpower can do. Yeah. It's, it's too big of a project to be done passionately. I wish I need to go buy more lottery tickets so I can quit my job and do this full time. I mean, if it's not coming to my voice, I'm truly passionate about it and it breaks my heart. I can't do this. But you I've don't think it. you don't think my co-host and I don't sit here every other day. Uh, yeah. Would you like to be invited to additional Zoom strategy sessions <laughs> about how we <laughs> I know. so so uh, we so we've got to we've got to we've got to make the foundation a professional foundation yeah. because there's so much for us to do to tell that story to raise the money, to accelerate our impact in the community, it can't be done by volunteers. And we have some amazing volunteers. And, and I, I mean, I, I talk about guys like Carmen San Diego and Cherokee. This guy is selfless. Mm-hmm. I, I send him an email because I'm 52 years old. So everything technology is magic to me. And right. this, this man is selfless. I think of Tolkien. I think of you guys. I mean, I, I just think of the guy. And, and 
but we we need a professional we need a professional to come in and do this and and build it and it it's going to require some money and that's the physical side and that's why i'm, I'm kind of here today is yeah we so are that's, have so to that's what the focus right that's what the focus yeah. of and fat max is on the other side of the glass telling us to be weary of our time oh, we don't want to keep you all afternoon he's a made-up person we just uh, we just use as our excuse <laughs> move it along but uh, so, so that's the focus, right? So we've got this give to give campaign coming up in October. And I know you and C-SPAN sort of talked about it at length. So guys can check that out, but tell guys what's coming up, how they get involved. And really, I mean, the focus is to, to raise this initial amount to kind of professionalize this thing and get somebody in place who can really run this thing, right? Correct. And, and you know, typically when you're giving to a charity, you always ask how much of my money goes to... Right. The actual thing what's infrastructure well i'll be frank a majority of this money is infrastructure and it's infrastructure we need because we've been free so we haven't been able to fund yeah. it up to now so our goal is to raise we we want to raise more but our goal is two hundred thousand dollars i know that's something we can do easily and, and i'd love to do more but we need to be able to hire a experienced director and that director is going to be in charge of the things I mentioned, raising the money again, not from the past. We don't mm -hmm. want to be passing the hat every year. It's not what we do. We're happy to take your money if you want to give it. And that's great. But we, we don't want to do this often. And, and I think we've been great stewards of the money. So the 145,000 we raised in 2017, we're just now getting to the end of that right now. So, so we, we're very mindful of being good stewards of this capital. We also want to build, we, we also want to form a general fund with some of the money. So the money is, some of this money is going to go back to general fund as well, so that when I get an email or a, a grant request, we can start putting that money back, but, but it will be a third of it, a, ball, a ballpark, depending on how much we raise. The more we raise, the more that goes in the general That's fund. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm, uh, we're paying out money. Yeah, you know, we're still pushing money out right now. We're, we're dropping checks off with different groups right now, but we are at the end of our general fund right now because most of the money we've raised to now up to this point has been, um, has been earmarked to specific organizations or regions. So we need to get out and raise some money. So starting October one, we're challenging the pack. We want to raise over $200,000. We're going to do this. Um, we want to do it. We're going to look at it by region. So we hope regions will compete with each other. In fact, Carpex in our 2014 was our number one giving region. Um, and we look I'll forward pay. to that, that happening again you, this time. You know, so, if you make it a competition, the men are going to. It's a competition. So, so we're, we're putting that up. I'm going to post all the information because we're still getting everything up on. on right. we, have the, we have the software to handle it and support it. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then if I can say one last thing, Please. what I'm asking for Nantans, for leaders out there, if you look, if you follow the foundation, follow at F3 found, the F3 foundation um, right. on at, Twitter. At the, at the F3 foundation is the Twitter. Yeah, That's yeah. Follow, follow it, follow that, follow F3 nation, you know, follow us. And you'll, what you'll see over the last week, I've started posting videos from leaders within F3. In fact, kiddies, your, yours will go up in the morning. I'm trying to pace them out just saying what F3 means to them. And I challenge Nantans and leaders to post theirs. Tell mm -hmm. us what F3 means to you via Twitter, Instagram, and share it with your people and, and say, you know, because why you're giving to F3, because we don't want you just to give to give. We want it to give yeah. because it means something to you. And, um, you know, we got thousands of guys. If everybody gives, you know, gives a little bit, we could, we can get there. We'll be there in a matter of no time. Today. 
Yeah, yeah. we'll be there in a matter of time. Brother, you are doing incredibly strong work. We're so grateful for your time. Today, right. remind everybody, it's at, at the F3 Foundation. The Twitter handle is at the F3 Foundation. You can also look for the hashtag F3 Give to Give. You can always look for the hashtag give it away, which is one that I know F3 uses a lot as we talk about this and just be gearing up guys and uh, have those conversations with your M's now about October 1st and maybe a little bit of a uh, charitable deduction heading out and, uh, and, uh, and set a little something aside to uh, help us kick this thing this off. This is tax deductible. It is fully tax deductible. Which is important, right? Yeah, this is important. Absolutely. This is a full tax deductible thing, right? So hard commit on that front. Brother, we appreciate you. We love you. Anything else for the packs before you go? Now, thanks for what you're doing. Um, uh, you know, 10 year and oh, don't forget to register for the 10 year anniversary yep. in Cape Fear. We, my goal is to introduce our new foundation director at that event. So that's nice. a, that's a oh, powerful sweet. goal. We got a lot of work to do, but we, we, we got want to do. We want to announce that then. So that'd be great. All right, brother. Thanks for all the hard work on behalf of the nation and the foundation. And uh, guys, get geared up and uh, and get those wallets ready for this push. Thanks, guys. All right, man. See you later. Later. Incredible, man. Incredibly strong stuff happening there. And uh, we'll just be excited to see, uh, see the way this thing uh, works out. Speaking of good things, Rapido, right? So we're talking about what's happening across mm-hmm. the- and all these good things. Why don't we have Keeler check in? So he's in the middle of running a charity event right now for Haven House Services, which is a Raleigh-based uh, nonprofit. And Keeler's got an endurance challenge that you guys can do to be a part of this. So let's talk Endure 2020 with our man Keeler. Hey, F3 Nation. This is Keeler from F3 Raleigh. Now that the DRR is over and Iron Packs Challenge is winding down, I've got your next dose of fitness coming to you on October 3rd with Endure 2020. This event is a unique virtual challenge that F3 Carpex and F3 Raleigh are hosting for Haven House Services in Wake County. On October 3rd, anytime before 3 p.m., we are challenging teams of five to bike, run, or ruck, or any combinations of three for three consecutive hours. The team can do the challenge in different places, or they can do the challenge together. It's really your team's call. The goal, though, is for your team to score as many points as possible by traveling as many miles as they can while they bike, run, or ruck. Each mile covered, depending on the method you use, you use uh, scores you more points for your team. There are different ways to win, though. The team with the highest score, total score wins, and the region with the highest average team score wins, but ultimately, the team that has the highest donation total for the challenge is the Endure 2020 champion. So follow Endure 2020 on Twitter for, for a few more details and give a donation to Haven House Services under your team name and get your miles in on, on October 3rd. After you're all done, your team captain will submit your results from the day and, we'll, and we will find out our winners. Again, we are asking, asking for a suggested donation. Um, that suggestion is $200, but really give what you can and go, go get after it. So why are we doing this? Really, we're doing this because Haven House is a critical part of our community here in Wake County. Haven House helps homeless youth and youth in crisis. They're helping kids endure the circumstances that they find themselves in and helping them to move toward a better future. They have 11 programs that serve over 1,200 youth in Wake County. And even during this pandemic, all 11 programs have continued to be operational. So it's a solid, solid company organization rather. Haven House has even grown their homeless outreach during this year to address the growing needs the pandemic has caused in Wake County. To wrap this up, 2020 has been hard on all of us. We have all had to endure and must continue to endure what 2020 has thrown at us. At-risk youth have challenges that they need our help and support to endure. So join their fight on October 3rd. Go move for three hours for a good cause. Again, for, for, for more information, follow us on Twitter, Endure2020.
October 3rd, a three-hour effort anytime before 3 p.m. Bike run ruck. That's all I got. Tim Gubitz, 32, Keeler. You got a grow ruck coming up the week after that. Three-hour ruck might do you, might do you right. Yeah, man, I'm going to be doing some training runs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking to myself, well, I could do three hours on the ATT, no problem. Easy, back and forth. easy. Well, if you guys are interested, um, get involved in that. Go check those guys out. They're on the Twitter machine. No, yeah, no, and that no. is a great organization. I thought yeah. this year I might be uh, stepping into the old ring. I was hoping you were going to be after <laughs> I after saw last the twinkle year. in your eye when you were watching those guys punch each other in the face. And I thought you well, might once I get got in there and use an, that uh, wingspan to your advantage. Bert's corner. Um, uh, up there on the ring and the kind of got kind of got yes, interested I figured so, you did. maybe next year yep so listen man uh we got a few updates from the brr we talked a little bit about our adventures up there and, mm-hmm. and uh and some of what went into it we could spend three four hours rogan styling it and getting into all of it but we got a couple guys who were so jacked up on the mountain they had to call us so let's head east we're gonna go check in with the uh the flatlanders the boys of enc and bono buzzed us and they were all mm-hmm. sorts of fired up on their drive <laughs> and uh, they got an update from us. So this is uh, some of the Eastern North Carolina Greenville boys on their way back from the Blue Ridge Relay. Hey, COT podcast. This is the PTSD Blue Ridge Relay team coming back from an amazing adventure. Each of our nine guys is going to give you a couple of thoughts on that adventure. My name is Bono. This is my first time doing this stupid running thing. And uh, here's a couple of things. Number one, 39 guys from ENC competed. Two six-man teams and five, three nine-man teams competed. 39 guys total. Number two, Mary Jane's last dance goal. Pay attention to that team. They're from F3 ENC. More than likely, they ran the Blue Ridge Relay 2020 in the fastest time Pay attention to those studs. Number three, Midget for Life. That run on Grandfather Mountain was memorable. Thank you for that experience. And number four, doing the Mountain Goat Relay, Mountain Goat Leg 33 with Arkansas. When you do a difficult thing with a man you trust, that's something special. And here is Rafiki, team captain here at PTSD. I just want to give a shout-out to our new guys, Bono and Arkansas. These guys blew it out of the water with some of the most difficult legs on this race, and they handled it like the studs that they are. Yeah, this was Arkansas. Two memorable moments. Moment one, pouring down rain, sideways rain. And uh, a little three-mile stretch, my only goal was not to let Footloose pass me. It turned into a, about the most celebrating two miles of my life. Uh, I had to get to process a lot of things in my life involving recovery, weight loss, etc. And then leg 33 also with Bono. That was awesome to be able to dig deep into a good conversation as we climbed that hill. Yo, this is F3 Novocaine. Uh, I'm just proud to be at Link in that chain stretching from Virginia all the way down to Asheville. And uh, probably my greatest memory I'm taking back is just watching Bono struggle up Grandfather Mountain very early on in the race, powering through that, um, but also powering through the rest of the race. And as you mentioned before, uh, having a, a brother from another region step up and, and help him through that. Yo, this is Noonan coming to you from Van 1, the best of two vans. Woo! <laughs> And I just want to shout out 
all eight guys on PTSD for making this Blue Ridge Relay the best one yet. Uh, that was deep. Thanks. <laughs> this is the hot spot. I got about 40 minutes, so let's chat it out. Uh, yeah, you know, basically this trip, if you haven't been to the Blue Ridge Relay, you got to go next year, 2021. Uh, Ken and his team put on an amazing event. It was not. And this is where they got cut off because they talked for three dang minutes. Uh, I like how Hotspot <laughs> introduces himself as the Hotspot. I met him in person, and he said, I did too. the Hotspot. I said, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, the is a oh, part of it. It's, hmm, Jeremy uh, Follin might have something to say about that. Yeah, that is true. Are you there's a spreadsheet probably, there's, guru? There's got to be 10 Hotspots, you think, across F3 Nation at this oh, point. Oh, easy. That's probably the under on the number. Love the, uh, I love those guys and their excitement. Uh, there was a double respect that ran up that leg 31. Did you hear about this? I did not. Double respect running up. That's a 60-year-old heading up that 1,400 feet. In fact, our crack reporter, Adam Zerda, better known in the F3 gloom as Pierogi, was on the top of the hill when this double respect got there, and he logs this report what? from the top of leg 31. Hey, hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Pierogi from Carpex, and I've got him doing him stuff like you wouldn't believe. We're at the end of uh, leg 31 of the BRR, also known as Switchback Alley, Lombard Street, and all yeah. mess of other names that we can't repeat over the air. But I'm joined here by Floater from uh, ENC. The man is 62, just crushed this thing. He wants to say hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, these guys, the support from everybody is just great. I uh, couldn't have done it without them. See, the man, he gets up to the top. He didn't do a burpee, but he thought about it. He said he wanted to run it down backwards and do it again. This guy is amazing. He's just surrounded by him. Floater is just a beast. His guys are supporting him. Just paused on the side of the road, gave him, gave him claps and encouragement. That's just uh, awesome to see. Yeah. Brother, hey, you crushed it. Thank you, thank you. Guy runs at what, 10 miles a day? Uh, only on Sundays. <laughs> only on the rest day. That's right. But I got to thank uh, my 2.0 uh, Ugly Stick for getting me involved in this uh, four years ago on the 10th. And uh, it was on his uh, nice. the day he was getting mm -hmm. married. So joining Cape Fear. Nice. All right, man. Kitty, Rapido, this is uh, Pierogi and Floater. We're out. I hope you guys are enjoying it. It's a beautiful day out. Hey, right. thanks, man. See, we got reporters everywhere now. I love it. I love across it. The, the, the long arm tentacles of the COT podcast. That's right. Uh, Pierogi texted me up in the mouth. I just called and left the voicemail for the show. He said, we're always ready for you, brother. Yes. Uh, yes, so sir. Good stuff. Nothing like a 65-year-old heading up there. Listen, man, I got to call an audible here. We are pushing some serious time on this week's show. In fact, maybe we even consider, I don't know, we, maybe we consider coming back at the end of the week and catch up on a few things because we got a couple things we're going to have to push because we just okay. had so much good content with Crotch Rocket. So your health tip this week, you have to tune in next week to hear about deep breathing from bones, but this is not going to be one you're going to want to soon miss. There are some taps we got to get to this week because we would not yeah, be doing our job absolutely. if we did not ensure that we lifted up some really necessary prayers and a couple of praises. So first and foremost, we just got an offer a serious tap and we've had a fun, goofy kind of show, but let's take a moment just to offer a real serious tap for a man, Jay Griggs, 52 years old named cash out of the fort. And they lost him. Uh, they lost cash. He, he passed away uh, at the end of last week. And so our incredible uh, heartfelt thoughts and prayers go to the men, not only of the fort, but also to Cash's family 
And uh, we just promised those guys that we would uh, lift him and his family up as, as cash heads home to the Lord. And, and so we just pray and, and think about him a little bit today. And, and we have really been for the last couple of days. It's made its way around the nation Slack and Twitter. And so we just ask that you guys, when you're saying prayers, you know, by yourself with your family, please offer up the cash, uh, the Griggs family for our brother cash, uh, as we think about him a little bit. We got to offer some prayers, man. And just really some thoughts and prayers for everybody on the West Coast. Gobbler called and left us a voicemail. And uh, just talking about everything going on in Oregon and California and these wildfires. And if you've seen pictures from Portland and, and now heading into Seattle, it's just wild stuff. I know your family's got, you know, your extended family's got some folks out that way. And so just sending the prayers of F3 Nation to everybody that's being impacted by that. And just, it's something we can't even really wrap our brains around, I think, as East Coasters, as it relates to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and some of the imagery with the, it looks like the moon, right? Or it's yeah. like some kind of hellscape with the with the orange skies that right. the sun can't get through. I, I saw another photo yesterday of above it looking back down through yeah, the clouds wild, and man. it looks like lava i mean it's just it's insane yeah my, my extended family's up in or my wife's side of the family's up in wine country in um northern california about three hours north of uh san francisco and there's it's all around them and yeah. I, like like we mentioned gold rush earlier they were in sacramento area Yeah, portland guys um, have put a plug Rockland. on working out right just because mm -hmm. they can't get out in that stuff so. yeah because the the air quality index is so poor yeah. um, prayers to those families, prayers to those first responders and mm -hmm. those firefighters that are just in the thick of it all yep. day long, all yep. night long. No doubt. Listen, we've got a praise report. This was originally going to be a prayer request. I mean, it still can be, but we've gotten good news. So if you guys know about the Muggo and our man, Sam Gapinski, also known as Callahan, Sammy mm -hmm. Boilermaker is his Twitter handle. His appendix burst the other day and uh, exploded. Yeah. Exploded. <laughs> And scary. So I was coming on to uh, offer up some prayers, obviously still do that, but got a good report. He's doing well, recovering. He's getting ready to head home. Uh, and so just continued prayers and praises for our man Callahan. Hope he rests up well. But man, an exploding appendix is the kind of thing that would probably freak you out a little bit to have to deal with that. So hopefully he's uh, feeling better, but offer up some prayers for you, brother, and some praises. And then we got a praise report, and this comes to us from White Hat. You might remember we gave an update about this a few weeks ago, but he sent us back a note. And he said, hey, again, it's almost been two weeks since my surgery, and my strength and stamina is slowly returning. I've already been able to post a few times and walk with some of my brothers. I greatly appreciate the prayers of the nation for me during this time and have a huge praise report for you all. I had my follow-up appointment yesterday, and the doctor reported that the cancerous mass was at the earliest stage possible, and there is less than a 5% chance of recurrence. So that's incredibly great news. Beautiful. He considers me to be a, he, and here's the best, what his doctor said, he considers me to be cancer-free at this time. Again, thanks for all the taps. I love and appreciate you all. That's Eric Bryan, 39 years old, white hat. So I wanted to give white you guys. Hat. Awesome. That, right? Great news there. Yeah, uh, more things to get to, but not enough to be able to do it in this show's duration. And that's fine. We'll just continue to uh, cultivate great things because that's what's happening across. You packs are driving the content of the show and perhaps you'll drive the frequency if you keep that's sending right. us the content. Keep it going. <laughs> now, speaking of content, yesterday afternoon, we both are sitting in our separate offices, miles apart from each other, unaware what either of us are up to. Miles. Miles. And we, you literally text me something to the effect of, are you listening to the Joe Rogan, the new Joe Rogan show with Tim Kennedy? I'm like, of course. And we are both at the same minute mark in the show as we're listening to it because you found a quote. <laughs> so with a here's the that thing. Blew our I, I went back to pull the Slack uh, 
convo. Right. You said to me at 314 yesterday, yeah. don't listen to Tim Kennedy on Joe Rogan if you want to keep what you're doing daily and not going after this thing. <laughs> and at 314, this, whatever this thing I, is, by the way. But yes. Whatever this thing is. At 314, the same exact minute, I texted you back a screenshot of my laptop. Right. And I said, bro, literally like now. And at, at the exact same time, and we, then we were like, well, he just gave him a gun. And so Kennedy right. gives Rogan and Jamie right. each a, an FN, um, pretty nice old pistol. Yep. But, um, and we're like, seriously, in the right part of it, like, what are the have. odds that you and I have decided, you know what, forget the rest of any sort of productivity today. I'm going to throw no, on the newest Rogan. <laughs> we're done yeah, here at this point. We're going to three hours of this. So there's a great quote, and we've yet to do this. You've always read these, but we're going to mm-hmm. play this one. Because uh, so, yep. you want to set it up at all? Or you want me just to play? It? Um, play it, and then we'll 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 fill in the context. All right, here we go. This is uh, Tim Kennedy was the guest, but this is Joe Rogan on his own show, and uh, a, a quote with Peter that jumped right out to us. It's just people need to they need to know about these procrastination demons that haunt your yeah. mind, and they will rob you of all possible success of everything. They'll they'll steal everything. Every- procrastination demons that will rob you of all possibilities of success. And so it struck me for a number of reasons that it's just, they're sort of having this fluid conversation and then a short sentence just leapt off the screen. Um, And I think probably that it struck me personally so much is because procrastination on a lot of things could potentially be one of my main gestures. Right. Um, And to follow that up today, uh, you know, we talked about this before. We're doing some Q source questions that are going on in, um, in Carpex. And the question this morning was, what is holding you back? And see how it all kind of comes in at you. At the same and by time? and large, the, the people that are in this thread uh, this morning and I, and I wrote back a long response and been going back and forth with some guys feeding off of each other is, is there's a fear factor involved here. There is a, I'm holding me back factor there's there's one there's a want to maybe place the blame or direct it elsewhere but it's typically like you're looking at what's holding you back when you're looking in the mirror oftentimes and what rogan said about these procrastination demons telling you you spun that sentence together like it came out of nowhere i know it's incredible it's awesome exactly right and highly recommend uh, a lot of folks to everyone go go listen to the Kennedy one. That was oh, dude! Week. I mean, look, yeah, uh, no, especially on reflection to, of nine eleven. Yeah, man, I don't listen to every Rogan episode. Um, I listen to a lot of them. Sometimes when he's got his buddies on, you know, I might skip those ones. Obviously, mm-hmm. a pretty big Tim Kennedy fan. Uh, I think we talked about this before. If there are a handful of people that are going to put a knife in their teeth and jump into water, uh, he'd be in that top five. There's no yep. doubt about that. Yeah, he's up there. Um, hard charging badass. Uh, but the whole show, I think, is great. Um, and their perspective, Kennedy's perspective on many things. And this guy is a cage fighter, uh, you know, special ops guy. I mean, he's done a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, he lives that life that you seem like, man, this dude just getting after it. But their conversation, yeah. I think, was great. And that point on, you know, procrastination, it's, you know, again, why put off tomorrow, which you can do today, or even just that, just the time is always right to do what's right. And, exactly. and don't push those things. And the more you can just that incremental, they might even talked about it on this show. It might, Kennedy even said. They did. Be so 1% the, better today than you were yesterday. I think I heard him say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So that context of that quote is Kennedy running a, a jujitsu school and a shooting school, teach you how to shoot, how to be a better shooter, how to be a better 
you know, grappler, what have you yeah. saying, I'm not going to make you a black belt tomorrow. The fact no. that you want to be uh, something of, you know, great success in a short time frame is, right. is your problem. But what I can do is I can put you on a path to be better tomorrow than you were today. And then in six months, he goes in this whole thing about, yeah, you've lost yeah. 20 pounds, right? And your face isn't as chubby you're and you're bright eyed right. and you're getting after. And it was just like, this dude is freaking F3. Yep. All rolled into one. That's how you guys. Um, you guys. That's how you guys are wired. Go listen. It's it's you guys are wired this way because you're listening to this, but it's in you too. It is wired from your head to your heart. There's a connection point that you have that many men don't, and it's wired from your head to your heart that pushes you forward every single morning. So mm -hmm. you remember that when you get after it. You remember that on a day where you don't feel like getting after it. It is wired in you from your head to your heart. Yeah. Why do you think Jocko takes a picture of his watch every morning at four thirty? It ain't for him. No. No, it's just because that's what you go. You just get up and you go. He's a right? giant I like sweaty piece of mahogany. Like my, well, it's not for him. Right. I like when his, it says especially Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> especially Sunday. That wired yeah. from your head to your heart thing. We might have something there too. So let's like let's work that out. I'm gonna write that too. down, brother. I freaking love you, man. I was so proud to see you up in the mountains running strong. I know you're gonna crush. Thank that, you, brother. Uh, grow ruck here in a month. So good luck on training. Yeah, for I'm that. excited about that. Yeah, dude, you should be. Men across F3 Nation, you know that if another man doesn't tell you this today, we love you and we got your back always. Love you too, man. Appreciate your kind words. That's awesome. You were you crushed it up there too. So it's hey. awesome to share that experience with you. Dude, shared experiences, bro. That's what it's all about. Shared experiences. Wired from your head to your heart, man. We got to go. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. Until next time, I'm Brian Jodas, 38, Hello Kitty, and this has been the COT Podcast.